At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is telling New Hampshire voters that she believes she still has a chance of winning her party's nomination. Haley finished third in the Iowa caucuses behind Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. NPR Sarah McCammon is covering the Haley campaign. Nikki Haley's campaign had hoped to play second in Iowa. Even so, the former South Carolina governor told voters in northern New Hampshire, quote, we could do this if they turn out for her in next week's primary. We finished Iowa. They were good to us. We came out strong. Now we want to finish New Hampshire and come out even stronger. So we need you to not just get out, because we could do this. Haley was joined by New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, who called her third-place finish in Iowa amazing and said she'd begun the race with no expectations there. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Bretton Woods, New Hampshire. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says the Iowa caucus results were decided a bit too quickly. With just 1% of the precincts reporting Monday, Donald Trump was projected to win the contest and up to 20 delegates. At a CNN town hall on Tuesday, DeSantis suggested that election officials could have waited a little longer. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the order would have been different had they waited 30 minutes or 45 minutes. But I do think some people decided to walk out. And when you talk about a proportional delegate situation, um, you know, that could have shifted a delegate or two. It's very possible. Meanwhile, DeSantis is criticizing Nikki Haley and Donald Trump for opting out of an ABC News debate that had been planned for Thursday. ABC canceled the event. A jury has been seated in the New York defamation case against Donald Trump. He's already been found liable for assaulting writer E. Jean Carroll in the 1990s and was ordered to pay $5 million in damages. The current proceeding is to determine how much more, if anything, Trump must pay Carroll for mocking her after the verdict. The U.S. Navy is still searching for two SEALs who disappeared during a mission to halt a shipment of Iranian weapons from a boat that was headed to Yemen. NPR's Greg Myrie has the story. Navy forces staged the nighttime raid last Thursday and boarded the sailing ship Adal in international waters off the coast of Somalia. The U.S. military says it found components for ballistic missiles and cruise missiles made in Iran and headed for the Houthis in Yemen. The military noted that these parts have been used in weapons fired by the Houthis at commercial ships in the Red Sea over the past two months. The Navy says it's still searching for two Navy SEALs who took part in the operation and went missing. The Navy added that it sank the Dow, but did not provide information on the 14 crew members aboard that vessel. Greg Myrie, NPR News. U.S. futures are flat in after-hours trading on Wall Street. This is NPR News. Federal prosecutors are seeking new charges against the Colorado gunman who killed five people and injured more than a dozen others at a gay nightclub in 2022. As Allison Sherry of Colorado Public Radio reports, the defendant is expected to be guilty to the new charges. The shooter is already serving five consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole for a state conviction. But federal prosecutors have filed 50 federal hate crimes charges against the gunman. Court documents indicate they expect the shooter to plead guilty to all of the charges in exchange for them not seeking the death penalty. This is a disappointment to some survivors, including Ashton Gamblin. 
I just want him to sit with the thought of not knowing when he's going to die or the fact that he could die any day or any time because that's exactly what he did to us. Federal prosecutors last week said they will seek the death penalty for a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, targeting black people. For NPR News, I'm Allison Sherry in Denver. Shell Oil has announced a $2.4 billion deal to sell its onshore Nigerian operations to a local consortium. It's the latest move by London-based Shell to lower its exposure in the oil-rich West African nation. It also follows long-running complaints about pollution and environmental damage. Shell says 55 percent of its onshore Nigerian operations are owned by the government-run oil company NNPC. Shell says it has 30 percent share of NNPC's assets, while France and Italy can claim the rest. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News.